0: Okay, everyone, it's time to hurry up and wait in the regroup, your podcast in between the stages.
1: Righto, welcome guys to the regroup with Zane and GT. I'm GT. I'm Zane. How are you going? Not bad, mate. Um, I'm in sunny Queensland this this weekend. Um,
2: yeah, it's, it's a special episode. I'm the only one holding down the fort. We've got <laughs> two Queenslanders on the show now, which oh. is... Um, Look, well, it's this is a one-time thing. Let's not keep doing this every every week. But um, who have we got with us joining us this week, guy?
1: Uh, my fellow Queenslander, Ryan Williams. Here you go, mate.
0: Good, thanks. How are you? Thanks for having
2: me. Not
1: bad. We've we've interrupted Zane's dinner to do this, so <laughs> we've got to we've got to keep it short. Yeah, thank you.
2: Um, I'm having curry tonight, which um, I think you've got some interesting stories about curry, Ryan. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Not,
0: not curry instantly, but where, where it uh, lies from, the mainland of India. A uh, bit of PTSD of where, what happened over there. Uh, but no, nah, it was a bloody good event, that um, pretty whirlwind, crazy three days, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, so yeah. for those that don't know, we um, – well, I went over as a spectator with the um, – What are they called? The Star Driver thing, anyway. um, But the FIA and uh, Ryan was one of the participants. I think you were one of the finalists. Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, For Australia and New Zealand, there was only one run, one from our crew that actually didn't make the final, and probably not because of pace, but because of size. Big Ethan, he was well, he's six foot five, trying to cram himself into a cross cart. But on uh, on pace, he was he was up there. But he was quite happy not to jump in a cross cart again. But yeah, no, pretty much everyone from Australia and New Zealand was in the uh, in the final.
2: Yeah, awesome. And nice. you had a good time besides the um, sickening food poisoning?
0: Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I think Taylor mentioned it a, a couple of times, who was the winner. It's amazing how much pressure when three days of, because it's not necessarily done on outright pace, that you can't just go out there and win, it's done on a lot of other things that are you know judged on. So you don't know if you're actually doing well or you're, you're in with a shot. So the whole time you're just sort of like, oh, I don't know, this, that and the other. But... Overall, it was uh, some experience of, one, all the competition and, two, the, uh, the place, India.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've talked about the, uh, the airport ride on the show before, but, yeah, that was um, definitely an experience in my life that I'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> I can agree with that. Anyway, so we, we've got a lot to talk about in the show and um, big news. We, we weren't the breaking news this time. We, we let the <laughs> Rally Sport Mag, people, lovely people at Rally Sport Mag have this one, um, but you've got some news to share. Yeah, I've got a uh, new set of wheels, um, an 04 WRX STI,
0: uh, part of the Subaru gang. Um, yeah, it was crazy how that actually even came about. So it wasn't even a car for sale. I just got speaking to Pete Nunn at Coffs Harbour and sort of I've always wanted to get into a production car. Uh, now it's sort of the step of where everyone is, is going and, you know, going from a fast two-wheel drive to a, a good four-wheel drive and he just said, oh, you know, we've got this car. and one thing led to another and found out that it was actually um, built by Dave Ferrin, which I drove his stanza in uh, the Alpine Rally last year. So it's a whole whirlwind thing and, yeah, shot down to Tasmania, picked it up and got it registered the day before the test day on Saturday and have it a good run. Yeah, so it uh, went well, mate? Yeah, no, surprisingly. It was just, you know, literally just how we have got it, Just um, just went and ran it, put some fuel in it and... Literally had no issues, a couple of little issues of um, actually with brakes, just simply it's been sitting around for a while, but yeah. nothing, nothing major, just some new pads, and, and we'll be away pretty much.
2: Oh. Yeah, so, so he had had that car in Coffs
0: Harbour. No, sorry, as in, um, I was just speaking to Pete, he just had that car down at Tassie. Um, oh, okay, because uh, that was uh, Luke's car, and of course, Pete uh, runs the whole program for for Luke, so to say, and um. Yeah, just one thing led to another and went from there.
2: Yeah, right. So um, tell us about why you've done the change. Because I know I spoke to you last year and you were looking at getting a four-wheel drive. Are you yeah. too old now for the junior program or are you just looking to get something different regardless? Yeah, so I, I still have a year left, I think, of the
0: junior program. Um, but it's sort of, yes, the boat has sort of sailed in, in one respect of, the two drivers, so to say, um, Taylor and Max were all in production cars and that's sort of where I wanted to be last year, but um, but that's all right. Uh, but still, it's that one step further of a good two-wheel drive can only get you so far in, in state rallying. Um, but also, I've just never, ever driven a four-wheel drive car. It was actually the first time yesterday they actually drove one. So it's always a natural progression to to go from two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive and I just thought, I've done the last straight. I don't know how many years of it now. and wanted to get my foot in the door with it.
2: Yeah, and um, that state rallying, I guess, is going to be pretty important as well because you're going to be fighting for the outright trophies there. Is that what really drew you to it as well?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, winning championships in support categories is always good, but there's always nothing better than actually winning an event outright um, and sort of to do that you need a need a full drive in state rallying, that is. Um, but mind you, uh, it's been proven that you can get stand on the podium of an ARC with a production car. Um, as well if it's driven well enough. So. Yeah,
2: awesome. One. So yeah. so w- what would your goals be then? Is it mostly the Queensland Championship or are you going to also do the Production Cup in the ARC? Yeah, just just QRC for this year.
0: Uh, just simply budget. Uh, spent a lot of it last year. And, um, yeah, sort of get our feet where we want to be uh, with the QRC. And then, yeah, never know. 2024 we might have a bit of a dip with the ARC, but it's also still... a A new car to us so we want to go to national level with knowledge of the car and and all the rest of it first but
2: yeah yeah awesome and you've sold the ford
0: uh so how it was it was a a partnership car so i um two partnerships between me and and a uh, bloke russell hewitt and uh, i pretty much just sold my portion to him because he wants to hold on to the car and um yeah that's how that that goes about so yes sold it but not physically to someone else so to say yeah yeah
1: and obviously you're going to have a bit more freedom in tyres in uh, QRC this year and then maybe a change we're looking at coming up in the uh, the ARC for next year. Is that maybe influenced your decision a little bit there?
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, it's a good stir of the pot, that one. But, yeah, it was, was a bit of a a a bit of a shock to all probably as well Um, when we saw the tyre order form for Launceston and seeing ears are going from 375, which is sort of, where they are, where they sort of should be in regards to the price of everything to, to four hundred and sixty dollars, which is you know almost a hundred dollar um, increase. Which you do the quick maths on that for twelve tires is your limit for production cup, and there's uh, eleven hundred or twelve hundred dollars extra you have got to find. Which you know that's three lots of flight, uh, three lots of flights for the mechanics or the boat across or yeah. So when we're all on tight budgets, twelve hundred dollars is. Um, Still a lot of money, even though we know how expensive rallying is. And yeah, state rallying you can sort of rock up with any tire you want as long as it's black and round, and and away you go. So
1: yeah, because I um yeah, it's it's a bit of a shame. I, I did see your name pop up on the launceston entry list for about a day, I reckon. Can't get away with yeah.
0: anything, mate. No, I couldn't. I think the first <laughs> person was Pete, Aiden Peterson mad Tassie from down there. I think we entered and I think 10 minutes later he sent me a screenshot about it. I was thinking, bloody hell, oh, you can't get away with anything. But um, ultimately where we picked the car up mm. from was was Tasmania. So mm. you'd think well, we'll do the first ARC, but comes that is, well, we haven't driven the car yet, but um, fuel to get down there or purchase it down there. We've got fuel up here, but you're not allowed to take it across the boat and buy $5,500 worth of tyres and, you know, the entry fee and blah 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 it goes on and just purchasing a car we couldn't really find that budget um and we all know state railings a lot cheaper we can sort of run on some second hand tires and and when what have you and so when we had a couple of people lined up and unfortunately it fell through um and then so we just made the decision because it's on the same weekend the first qrc and and the arc so we'll we'll come up and do
2: our local stuff yeah, it's probably an intelligent decision. I don't think I'd really recommend to many people to do an ARC round as their first event in the new car um, without any testing. So, yeah, I think you've done the right thing there.
0: I could prove that as well when we parked it in a dinch at Canberra in 2021. So <laughs> I can hear you loud and clear there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you might be um, the fierce competition in the, in the Queensland Rally Championship from the Carrigans, mostly um, the Magna yeah, and the those. Alpha...
0: Those mad lunatics. Yeah, they were out there yesterday in the Alpha. Uh, the Magna's still trying to uh, cool down from the red hot pace it had at Alpine. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, they were all out there um, yesterday giving a good rundown in the Alpha. And yeah, we know how fast they are and also the cars they have. So, no, I'm looking mm. forward to it. Um, also, sort of where I started rallying too, Manambars and Imballs and, and the likes. And, you know, back then was in a little XL, bringing its neck out to now a an outright car. and Hopefully, yeah. You're ultimately wanting to win, win all the events.
2: Talking about little excels, tell us about your last ARC event because it wasn't in a uh, in the Ford, was it?
0: No, that was a whirlwind story as well. So, on the way um, down to Alpine, Costas a week before, and I was going to stop in and have a look and do a spectate and all the rest of it. And then about I think three or four days before the event, uh, Russell. Uh, in partnership was going to compete in the event and fortunately he's hurt himself but you know paid all the entry fees and teed up a navigator which was Ray Priest and he sort of went well I can't do it do you want to go do it? I went oh yeah sure you're never going to say no to a rally but I guess three days before it it actually starts uh, it's a bit hitchy a bit but um, yeah I was super excited and we took the opportunity to do it blind as well in prep for, for Alpine and Sort of rode uh rid the um drove the little mirage um around Costa for a couple of days. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, it's fantastic. Um I like that car a lot. We've we did Canberra 2020 in it and we did a bit of QRC in it. It's a great car. It's uh well set up and Costa was a bit bit tough with the humps and yumps and it was a bit rough, but it was all noted in the in the road book. So um yeah, I enjoyed it
2: still. Yeah, awesome.
1: Is there, is there many rounds in the uh, the Queensland Championship this year? Because I know you've been struggling to get any sort of rallying going in the last few years with COVID and then and then floods.
0: Yeah, so we've actually tripled it to last year, which was the one event. So we've got three. <laughs> but no, it's um, still a bit short in a championship scheme of things. But um, yeah, still when it comes with that, um, you don't have much room for error. So if you have one issue, you sort of That's one of three, so you don't have much to to fall back onto. Um, So you always got to be on top of it. And mechanically, we'll we'll always fall into most rallies, but this will be a a big part. So round one is Mananbar. Round two is the ARC at Gympie. But I think they're splitting in that into two heats between Saturday and Sunday. I'm not too sure yet. Um, And then the last one at Imble, which is going to be the traditional uh, Rally Queensland stages back in um, the uh, Group N days and the APRC days.
2: Yeah, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we've, we're in a similar boat down in SA. We kind of struggle to get too many rounds on the calendar, but I think four and four or five is probably like the happy uh, medium to be at. So, yeah, three, like you're saying, it's one problem and, and that's your championship done. But I guess that does promote some safer driving, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, there's a big deal to – yeah, you might be
0: feeling like you're driving around at eight tenths, but you're going to be there at the end and – um yeah, you can see a lot of people falling by the wayside, seeing the red mist descends and you want to set the world on fire and, you know, yes, you need to do that at times but probably not all the time and uh, blind rallying, yes, it always pops up its head with a few things so that's going for the first round but, yeah, we're looking forward to, um, of course, Rally Queensland, pace noted, um, yeah, doing first event pace noted on a, in a four-wheel drive car would be great to, to commit to some notes. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, it's exciting, you mate. Um, I just want to drag you back a little bit. You mentioned uh, Alpine before, and um, I was just looking at the results a few hours ago, and yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't actually realize you got seventh outright. Pretty damn impressive.
0: Yeah, don't worry. It surprised me as well. Um, <laughs> after Thursday, which everyone came out of the gates red hot, and you know, was sort of down the field a bit. But in regards to say your twentieth, but you're only five seconds off tenth and stuff like that. It was just because they're all two-wheel drive classic the the two-wheel drive competition was yeah like it's just insane um and then sort of just kept plodding along we didn't wasn't without its issues on friday through the long long stage of uh bullwinkle about halfway through the the engine started to not not enjoy itself anymore and um yeah we we're down on power a long way and using oil and everything in between and um come into service and just to do some checks but it found out with uh, with alpine you can pretty much rebuild the car each night because uh, you you just damn your time card in and then as long as you're here at seven thirty in the morning you can go as gold overnight um but yeah it was a bad batch of fuel and it started detonating and all the carry-on and um we un- yeah, didn't figure that out till probably uh midday saturday so um but that's all right we we still made it to the end and had a good crack on on the last day on sunday where we f- set a Couple of fourth outright stage times, and got the groove of the the mighty stanza that was prepped by Dave Ferron and um, yeah, kept going by by Dave and and the old man Ed. So, uh, but yeah, some event. Our point is, you know, four hundred and twenty k's competitive, all blind, never repeated. Um, you know, I need to get Quee onto the subject, and yeah, <laughs> the best rally in Australia. So, and I can I can vouch for that.
2: It's hard to argue with him these days. I mean, it's getting. It's almost, it's a classic event, obviously, it's been around for years, but it's almost getting more popular than it ever has been.
0: Yeah, it sells out within, I think, half an hour, I think, and then there's a huge reserve list. So initially, right from the get-go, we were just stoked to even, even get a start. Um, it, with Larissa Bigger, um, she was on top of it um, to put the entry in, and we were all away. And and then the, the prep, well, prep had already started, but uh, even more so that we'd uh, we'd secured our spot.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> no, no, congrats, mate. Um no, you you're up against a few hot rods as as was, just, was discussed on the HRA Facebook page and a few, yeah a few Motec uh carbies and stuff.
0: Yeah, well I was happy to say that yeah, the Mighty Stands it was as it was <laughs> in nineteen seventy eight, I think. So, um yeah, instead of Webers, the Mighty F J and um H pattern dog box, so yeah you're car, still getting apparently.
2: beaten by a Magna With a uh, factory gearbox
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine I can, uh, Front wheel drive is, is faster than rear Or you could say, but it's also driven by a mad Carrigan. Um, <laughs> but I'd say in the result end Sheet, I'm pretty sure I was seventh and he wasn't Wasn't there
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was still in the Ditch after uh, sending it a little bit too hard <laughs> I think his brother Called him TDI, table drain inspector <laughs> Oh uh, anyway, uh, yes, I, I'd love to get down there. I think
0: we've got a three-year gap now, though, don't uh, we? Yeah, so we sort of missed that, that biannual two-year event because they try and uh, not overlap with, with Silver Verne. But even though they did this year, they were still... With the amount of entries they were, there was no worry. But, yeah, to just get back into that groove of every second year, it, it just means that we've uh, got a three-year wait to, uh everyone to build all these hot rods. Um,
2: but, no, nah, it, it'll be... Yeah, I guess... <laughs> I guess the entries are going to sell out in ten minutes now instead of thirty minutes. So oh yeah, like It'll be even hotter. Yeah the the event just gets more and more traction, you can say
0: each year and and it's good because right from car one to car what was it one hundred and something it, it's quality. The spectacle of of competition or the cars like there's some beautiful machinery that that rocks up. It almost bit it's sad to see it in the forest getting bashed around, but no, it's great to see them also.
2: So what's the um,
0: next event for you? Next event will be QRC uh, 1 Manamba which is in a month's time, which is the same weekend as Rally Launceston.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You, um, you mm-hmm. mentioned Larissa just before. Um, caught up with her on the weekend at the Motorsport Australia National Awards, um, the, t- uh, the co-driver for the production championship last year, production cut. Um, we also caught up with a friend of the show, Taylor Gill, who excitingly was named the Young Driver of the Year. So, congrats, Taylor! He's heading over to you.
0: he's a really good. He's definitely pegged early. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's got a pretty big future ahead of him. That kid, he's got a Head well screwed on, you know. Eyes mm. set on the on the prize, and he won it. But even further ahead, and I give him stink all the time whenever I can. But he's, uh, I was. Definitely glad he won the FIA Rally Star and also Production Cup this year. And, um, yeah, got a lot to look, look, look forward to this year. That's for sure.
1: Um, looking ahead in just rallying in general general in Australia, we've got the a uh, Mountain Rally coming up in Victoria uh, next Saturday. And we're talking about Alpine and entry, entries over subscribing, I think. Uh, it's a combined Victoria and New South Wales event. They, they've ended up getting about 90 entries from an original cap of 60 and they've, they've upped it to 80 now. Um, so just an incredibly uh, popular event, clearly being you know, influenced by the, the two state championships. Um, but yeah, exciting to see, I guess, the health of rallying, not only on, on Alpine, but extending to other state events, um, particularly
0: in Victoria. Yeah, it's great to see. Um, like 90 entries... You know, state rally is stuff of, you know, back in the 90s, even not earlier, you know, there was always mm-hmm. a bit of the 30 to 40 was a pretty good, you know, average for uh, for a state rally. And now you mm-hmm. never never reach a cap of what they always put on. And then organizers are now going, oh, Struth, we need to up the entries again. And then you're upping it again. And uh, then they sort of go, got to pull the pin and say, no, nah, no, nah, this is, that's mm-hmm. enough. And, uh, but yeah, it's great to see
1: yeah for sure um some really cool entries coming and probably my favorite for the win would be Adrian Stratford in the in the hot rod uh, Corolla. Um, yeah, that'll
0: be a good thing to watch it, it sounds fantastic coming through the forest
1: yeah and it, it will do be better with uh, the hot rod sixteen hundred of Brendan Reeves and Kate, Kate Raymond um, but also yeah. exciting entries from um so current South Australian champion Jamie Polden is doing you then actually.
2: Country. Oh, really? In the I, Yeah,
0: oh, In the EVO, sorry. And in the EVO, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, so there yeah. it goes. I guess that somewhere like Mitter, it, uh, it can attract all wharfs. There's not far from SA and, and, of course, it's in Victoria and, and um, southern New South Wales, so that's probably why you get your uh, 90-odd entries. And a first round mm-hmm. of a state or any sort of championship, you get a fair few people pumped up after after Christmas and ready-to-go rallying. so that's yeah, good to see.
2: Yeah, I was actually talking to Jamie last year and he um, he kind of hinted that he was going to do the full Victorian Championship and not do the South Australian Championship this year. So, yeah, I guess it depends on the first few rounds and see how they go. But, yeah, it might be interesting to see if he does the whole Championship. There you go.
1: Yeah, it should be. It's good.
2: Exciting stuff. Um, Zane,
1: we've got the, the launch of the South Australian Championship coming up uh, next Saturday as well at the Mid Murray Motorsport Park. Uh, I don't think either of us are actually doing the championship this year, but, um, yeah, exciting that they're putting on a launch. And, um, yeah, I think it's a bit of an official thank you as well.
2: Yeah, no, it's always exciting. We'll be out there and I think, yeah, we're doing some hot lap rides for the officials and stuff like that. So, Mm. yeah, it should be cool. We got um, a few cool rallies this year, but Mm. um, not part of the championship, which is quite interesting. Mm. We got a brand new rally in Broken Hill um, coming up, which that was always part of the championship, years ago, but they haven't run one um, recently, so I think they're just doing that to see if they can do it, and then uh, hopefully next year that'll be part of the championship, but yeah, it's super flat, fast roads out there, so that'll be a cool event. Mm, Yeah, I think
1: 300 competitive, 40 liaison, that's what they said, and um, there is a bit of irony with the event, though. It's a blind uh, roadbook event um, for everybody that doesn't live in Broken Hill. Yes,
2: yeah. I, uh, I had the pleasure of driving through Broken Hill recently, and I think there's only about three roads in the whole town. So I think they know them all very well.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
2: no, no, it be go- good. Good. Um, yeah, and we've got a,
1: some cool events in the in the in the state championship coming up, and a bit of a rumor about an interstate um, outright competitor coming, um, and I've got contacted them myself. Um, Quite a few people wanting to do the Barossa rally, um, which was incredibly uh, popular last year um, with Quinny taking it out. And um, yeah, a lot of people uh, wanting to do it because it's the old classic rally at, uh, Rally SA stages and Goldfields and tweeding and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's probably going to be
2: oversubscribed this year, I reckon. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame last year. Obviously, every event got rained out last year, it seemed, but that was one of them. So um, we did lose a few stages, so... Hopefully this year the rain holds out for a few rallies at least, and we can do some more stages. Uh, not, that, not that anyone uh, influenced the organisers. Uh, no, to, not to cancel the wet stages. Wanted <laughs> to cancel the wet stages. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, You're a dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Do, what it, do what it takes, Matt. Do what it
1: takes. Um, moving on. Um, did you ten, did you happen to catch uh, Rally Sweden WRC, Ryan?
0: Yeah, I did. No, I was watching it. I uh, part of my fantasy league. I had Craig Breen in there as a, a bit of a, a hopeful more than anything, just because I wanted You're him a to believer. do it. I
2: love it. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, his interviews just say it. Doesn't it? It. Um, he was happy to be in the car. He's a very emotional person, and it's always great to see when someone's just happy to be in a seat, and especially uh, laughing and giggling when he lives, wins a stage by what was it seven seconds or something. It, it's just great watching. You know, unfortunately he couldn't quite get the win in the end and a bit of irony as well that he still held on to second even though team orders and blah, blah, blah paid into it. But, um, yeah, no, it was a great watch. I love um, the Swedish rally or any snow rally really, you know, bouncing off snow banks and, you know, I've actually driven on it before. So, But, yeah, it's a spectacle to watch, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, it was such a good event to watch. Um, I've never really been a huge fan of Monaco. If it wasn't the first round of the championship, it wouldn't be a very good rally. Um, but, but Sweden's just incredible. It was just such a tight battle for the whole whole rally. Um, and yeah, battles all the way up and down the field, which was cool, including in the WRC2, um, which came down right to the end as well.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, WRC2 is some hot commodity this year. Um, you've even got ex-Works drivers jumping down to it or Gus Greensmith, where it's his first event's going to be in Mexico. and. And also um, Oliver Solberg, so you got the likes of that, and then you throw in the mix, uh, Emil Linton, who won WRC two last year, and uh, Sami Poyari, and oh, it goes on with the amount of competition. And any little mistake, and you sort of um, you're down the field.
2: Mm. Yeah, and yeah, like I think you touched on it before with the team orders, but that was that was really interesting for the uh, the Thierry Neuville fans, which I guess me and Guy are the only <laughs> two. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was a bit funny. I mean, I, I felt bad for, for the team boss, really, because Terry, Terry made a mistake. That's, that's his fault. And um, Craig did what he could. And then poor old, uh, what's his name, Julian? Beatable. Yeah, that one. He, um, he uh, was having a bad day, I think. But, anyway.
0: No, I think he was- said it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was the right call
1: at the time, you know. Put yourself in his, shoe, his shoes, I suppose.
0: Oh, happened. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was the right call, I believe. But mm. it's just, he's sitting here, he's done all the plans, and then the all for the man, and he's just done one mistake, and it came down to half a second, um, which, mm. yeah, it was a bit of a half a second kerfuffle in Monte Carlo and WRC two, but, you yeah, know, we skip over that as well.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> was a controversial mm. one. Mm. I don't think we've we actually haven't talked about Monte Carlo right. since it happened. The rally itself wasn't super exciting, but... Yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, so the, who, who exactly was that, Ryan? Yeah, so uh,
0: Johann Russell, the Frenchman, actually um, was second by half a second to Nikolai Grison, the um, oh. Russian, and yeah, still held on to it, but there was one corner cut in the night, um, which all four wheels were off the road, but it's a bit controversial because he, Johann Russell sort of pretty much did the same thing, but uh conveniently when they protested he said, Oh, that's only worth a five second penalty. Um yeah, no, on oh, on oh, my bad, he lost by
2: five point four point five seconds and if he got the five yeah. second penalty he would yeah. have yeah, it was a half a second difference. Yeah, that's what it was. So Johan won by half a second, but yeah, like you said, you he, see the video and grison's okay, grison has got four wheels off. That's that's against the law, whatever. We'll accept that. And then you see Johan, and he's got three and a half wheels on the yeah, road. Yeah, it's like, it. come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit, bit French of him to do, but that's all right. The uh, <laughs> uh, we all know
0: yeah, the, well, the the pace of Nikolaj and so I guess there's that to take away from it. If if they want to win on a technicality, but uh, all in all, yeah, uh, it's tight tight fields in the uh, WRC too.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it does show how how much the teams are invested as well. Like. I guess for a lot of WRC2 competitors, they are paying their way. Um, and you, you just imagine that, you know, you pay to hire a car and, you know, they'd supply the car and you run the car. But obviously, like, they actually, you know, the the, the team are heavily invested in um, making sure they win,
0: um, which is which is really cool to see. I think it comes down to with WRC2, you, I think it's seven rounds or six rounds you nominate before you even start the season. You're going to score points. So if there's an opportunity, you can take max points. Uh, I don't know if it even was an opportunity, but um, mm-hmm. you, you, they're going to take it because you never know for the next five rounds you you might not be where you want to be. So I guess in an outright, like all, was it 12 rounds of the WRC, something like that, um, yeah, they, they probably don't t- kick too much of us, stink of it. But um, um, yeah, WRC too, they're definitely on top of it for every extra point they can get. Yeah, for sure. Um, how'd your fantasy
1: team go for Sweden? There
0: on? Yeah, mine was actually pretty good with Craig thrown in there, and um, and I had Calais down. And unfortunately, uh, Elfin Evans just unfortunately he's not just gelling with that mm-hmm. that Yaris um, GR Yaris, is he? Like he did with the old car, because he's a previous Sweden winner, um, which was sort of a Sweden. It was mainly gravel, but he still was raw pace in that car. But he just. No matter what he can do, he just can't get to gel with it, which is a bit of a shame because he puts in the hard yards on the off-season to try and um, to be up there. And
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I had a similar team to you, actually. I had, I had Elfin as well. I'm still a believer in Elfin. I obviously believe in Craig. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I predicted Elfin having a, a, a championship chance this year. And, uh, look, his pace has been there at both rounds. He's just been a little bit unlucky, as usual. Um but yeah, I don't know. We'll see how he goes. I think he's definitely got he's got it in him. Um it's just all yeah. would have come together, I guess. And Yeah, for sure. He's got the pace, but it's just sort of
0: when you got this twenty year old, Pimply faced weapon of Caliro and Power, just winning everything and driving JDM cars for fun. It's it's a bit of a irony while Alphon's putting in the hard yards every moment he can get he's trying to develop the car and um to his liking, so to say, but he's definitely on the pace, and you can't rule really him out on round two. It's a long championship, but hopefully, he's a bit more put towards the pointy end uh, the further rounds it goes on. Mm.
2: Yeah, we're actually um, so in the fantasy league, we we got twenty two in the league this year, and yes. um, this the three people in this podcast are fourth, fifth, and sixth at the moment. So there you go. Yeah, it's a bit tight between you two, so that's pretty funny. And I'm only <laughs> yeah, got one of the, two points in it.
0: Yeah. And uh, with uh, what Craig Breen, um, Diamond in the Rough, sort of back in the contention.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think it, it, he looks so happy on the weekend. Like we said, I mean, his winning stages and just smiling and laughing and crying and he's just a legend. He <laughs> really is. Now, so looking forward to Mexico. What are you? What are you predicting? Well, uh, we can't go past the the man,
0: uh, Sebastian Ogier. One is how quick he is and two he's got a road position of uh wherever it will be in a championship because he's only contending a handful of events so that'll take into advantage compared to Euroits and Calais. So I'll put him as number one and then Calais itself, uh with the reliability of the Toyotas and um and then I think with my fantasy I run out of budget. But um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, uh, you go figure has taken it all up but <laughs>
1: He is fifth on the road, so that's a really good position down there. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we've also got um, Danny Soto coming back replacing, um, replacing Craig, which is a bit of a shame.
0: Um, yeah, I thought Craig might have got in because it's a gravel event, um, but uh, it also comes with experiences. Maybe Danny's done it a fair few
2: times, that's for sure. Well, the interesting thing is we actually haven't had Rally Mexico since 2020, um, and even that was, was half, a, half a rally. So mm. there's actually a few drivers who don't have a lot of experience there. Like a lot of the newer drivers, I think Calais only done it once, maybe That's a, once or twice. And he didn't he end up, end up on top of
0: someone's spectator's car or something as he <laughs> rolled the WRC yeah. two. Yeah. So yeah, it's um,
2: it's it's experience is going to be a lot of it because I mean Oji has done it well forever since he was twelve or whatever. Um, but a, a lot of la- these uh, a lot of these new guys haven't done it much. So That's I think actually, um, Lappy. Actually, did do it in twenty twenty. He would yeah, he have. He's driving forward, Ford. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Lappy might be a pick as well because he's going to have a. He's not super high in the championship. So he's going to have a pretty good road position. So yeah, that's a good yeah chat, extra. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, we got a um, friend of the show, Andy Sarandes's, uh dad, competing again in uh, the Puma Rally one. Uh, Mr. Jordan.
0: Good to see Jordan you back. Saturday.
1: That's the one he loves it.
0: Like, surrenders, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> he does love it. No, it's good to see a few private entries. Um I did see, Zane, the other day, that um even though your mate uh had the had the Toyota at Rally Sweden that he, he isn't hasn't given up on Malcolm yet.
2: No, I look we were predicting um a fallout, something something dramatic, um some drama, I don't know. Um but no, apparently it's all good and um I guess M Sport just didn't have a car ready or something, but Mm. Yeah, so um, my man, Lorenzo, he'll be back in the uh, the Puma. I think he said Italy, obviously, um, and then Greece maybe as well. Mm. Yeah, okay. He hasn't done more than like two WRC events in a year before,
1: so.
2: Yeah, well, I think it he, he was definite for Italy and a maybe for Greece, mm. so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it'll be exciting to see him in more. So. Happy days. Anything more
1: uh, controversial you got to tell us there, Ryan? <laughs> no, I don't want to get in trouble
0: too much. No, but, more secrets. Uh... No, no more secrets. Now all the all the cats are out of the bag. Um, but no, yeah, we're just excited to, to actually put a stopwatch to this car and um, yeah, see w- where we end up. And yeah, looking forward to it. Mm.
1: For sure. Um, now you can uh, phone Zane for Subaru driveshaft tips, or, or or Aiden. I mean, if you want general driveshaft tips.
2: Um, uh, yeah, not gonna lie. Why, thank you. Up. You're a lucky man because Subaru is famously reliable and cheap to run, so you should be um, should be all sweet.
0: Yeah, no, well, I'm now in the controversial of between Evo and Subaru, but yeah, we, we see he's run the production cup the last two years, so I'll, I'll just keep that quiet, man. Yeah, Subarus,
2: Subaru's the trophies, so yeah, don't worry yeah. Bear it up, oh dear, no drama. we to talk about guy. Yeah, I don't know, man. We've got. Um, what are you doing this year? What oh, am I doing? It. Oh, it's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah. Are you going to tell Rally Sport Mag before you tell us? Potentially, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get a Magna out the shed, or um, well, not in the shed, to be honest. Um, go to a few autocrosses, a bit of fun there. Um, yeah, gear up for a big 2024, I reckon, and uh, aim for, aim to beat Ryan at Alpine in 2025. So you're, yeah. you're not
2: selling the Magna because you were talking about that.
1: No, it's not. It's um, private possession. I don't think anyone wants it. Is the issue
0: um, there? Oh, I don't know. After seeing it at Alpine, I think everyone's gone home and bought a two-dollar Magna and you know, <laughs> going to build one. <laughs> it's a bit more than two bucks. Is the issue? Um <laughs> two dollars fifty, I think you <laughs> can get them for. That's
1: it. What about yourself, Zane? Um, what do you got in the shed?
2: Uh, well, I have the Honda that doesn't move. Yeah. Um, no, I, I might do uh, Adelaide Hills, um, the ARC event. But yeah, it's a year off for me too. And okay. like I guess that I I do want to ask you, Brian. I know you. I know you really want to do the Queensland Championship, and you said that and the budget and all that kind of stuff. But the gu- the bloke who won the Two Wheel Drive Championship isn't rallying this year. The lady who won the Junior Championship isn't doing the ARC this year. So it is. There is still that opportunity to do. The junior and to um, to have a good result there. So, did that cross your mind at all when you made the decision, or was it all just was it pretty straightforward? Now that you wanted a four wheel drive,
0: yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah, it was just all straightforward. Wanted to go on the four wheel drive route. Um,
0: yeah, yes, we didn't win the championship this year, but I guess without my own fault, we, we could have won the championship. Like, yes, that's how rallying goes. So, I guess we we sort of showed our pace and all that sort of jazz in two wheel drive and junior. Um, and, yeah, that the little Fiesta was getting a bit expensive to run and, and the ARC is also expensive championship to run. That's not mm. hidden, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get in trouble for saying it, but that Hoosier tyre was, was definitely probably the, the final straw because, yeah, $460 okay. for a tyre is just sort of getting up there a bit and, you know, you think that's almost $500 so, for,
2: for one mm. tyre. um, we, um well, I think our position's pretty clear on the Hoosier tyre. Yeah. Um, debacle. Um, <laughs> but look, I just hope it's worth it for whoever ticked the box. I really hope it's paying off for them. Um, I just don't know how it is. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but new new naming right sponsor
1: mm. announced
2: I mm. see. which um, I'll, I didn't have any problems with RSEA safety, um, but I also had no reason to shop there. But it's also exciting that Bosch Bosch Motorsport, they're a brand that everyone can get behind and, I think it's quite a relevant brand for the ARC, so it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we had them in about 10 years ago or something. And yeah, when this old bloke was uh, still rallying back then or getting into the ARC, it was, it's pretty exciting to see that, yeah, there's more naming rights partners and that sort of stuff still still kicking around. Um, but moving on, I guess, to the ARC and then looking at the, um, the cheeky entry list <laughs> that we get to look at on the um, Motorsport Australia website for... Uh, each upcoming rally nowadays, um, there's currently twenty three rallies for Launceston, the opening round of the 23 ARC. Entries. Yeah, twenty three on the on the list. Um, mm-hmm. It's in exactly a month time, so hoping that they
2: because so uh, twenty three ARC. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes, which is that's, good for that's really Tasmania. Mm. Yeah, for sure, and yeah. a, and
2: a lot of
0: um, non you know Tasmanians as well.
2: Mm. Yeah, sweet.
0: Yeah, I guess the first round of the ARC always brings a fair few because I can't remember off the top of my head last year, but there was a lot of entries to uh, to Canberra because, uh, again, first round of the ARC, everyone's excited and um, and a different home for the start of the ARC because for the last, I don't know, feels like forever, it's always been at Canberra and all we've done is rally at Canberra. But um, it's good to to have Lonnie, because uh, I loved that event last year. Um, it was so good. It, middle of June July or something like that was a bit, on the brisk side for a queenslander but it was still a fantastic event
1: you won the two wheel drive juniors down there didn't you
0: yeah yep, yeah, yeah one two wheel drive and juniors um yeah no it came with a great result um and, and um yeah
1: there, is there no rocks in tasmania no no
0: big ones that everyone else can see except except me by the looks of it with with a minute 38 lead and yeah it goes on and then you decide to tear a wheel off a of Fiesta on
2: the second-last stage. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. So you, yeah. So you were in the environment down in Tasmania. You stayed yeah. within the environment. Yeah, the front yeah. definitely fell off. A rock it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't usually um, do that. <laughs> you'd like to hope not. Um, <laughs> so does anyone know why they moved Launceston to the front? Because that might actually just be the reason, is they wanted more entries for it, because it was always the uh, lowest entries. Um. Yeah, that might be a good shout. Between... Yeah. But probably in saying that,
0: personally, because uh, really it is sort of the East Coast um, Australian Rally Championship in regards to everyone's on the East Coast of rounds besides you. Uh, and then they two, do the two big long-haul events of Launceston and WA back-to-back. So I think WA might feel the brunt of Lonnie being the first round, but I, I hope I'm wrong and there's still plenty of entries and
2: people going across the, the Nullarbor. Yeah, but there is a couple months gap, which is which is good. So this is the 24th of March, then um, Forest rallies on the 19th of May. So I it's yep. that's enough time to get to get the money back in the bank account to pay for your new, new tyres and your new diesel to get across and uh, all <laughs> the rest of it.
1: Um, also, uh, at least uh, Tasmania has got a, a big rally event in the first half of this year. Yeah, has um, been a pretty big omission in the last couple of days with Tiger Tas getting... Well, not cancelled. Um, moved yes, to yes, cancelled. <laughs> Temporarily moved to October, um, so we'll see how that goes. And um, so he might have a few supercars touring around the uh, Tasmanian wilderness in in October. Um, see.
2: When, when are we? When are we expecting these? Um, this report for the tarmac stuff.
1: Ear to the ground. Um, something will be coming out this week. This week. Mm. Well, here we go. Mm, so.
2: Something to talk about? We'll see.
1: <laughs> we'll see what happens there, and I, I just hope it um, doesn't affect gravel rallying. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of deaths, well, um, yeah, three or four deaths in target over the last couple of years, uh, which is, yeah, with target getting cancelled two days in last year, it's been it was pretty shocking, and then there's have to be major reforms to, I guess, Targa rallying in, in this country, um, you know, with insurance implications and the rest of it, and um, Motorsport Australia are currently looking at what to what to how to resolve those issues. So, um, yeah, it's probably going to be a big shake up, I reckon.
2: I don't think I don't envy um, the people on that on that report. Um, I don't think anyone's got a silver bullet. I don't think a silver bullet exists. To be honest, I think it's going to be a long, hard process to find the um, find the answer. But obviously, as a fan of rallying, I hope they do and yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: On a lighter note, um, back to the entry list for um uh Launceston. there's a heap of AP four and R five cars, it's all very exciting. But um my uh what I'm looking forward to in the event is the two wheel drive cars that have entered, um uh namely Scott Petter and the uh the Renault. he's back. mean, um, he just showed incredible speed at um uh, well, mainly Gippsland last year, and um, uh, for one stage in Canberra. Um, but yeah, previous Australia, Australian champion in a previous Australian championship-winning car. Uh, it's really exciting to even a tour drive. Um, I think he was you know, he was top three in a couple of stages in Gippsland, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Some crazy pace. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, we were trying to at least you know better uh, ourselves against him and see where we would stand. And I think. Even outright contenders were sort of going, we're getting our nip- <laughs> heels nipped out here by a two wheel drive car driven by a very talented man. And uh, it was a shame that it happened, happened to be uh, mechanical that he went out um, because it would have been interesting what Russell's he, um, feathers he would have done in the event.
2: Yeah, and um, an- another highlight from last year in, in stage pace was um, previous champion Eli Evans. Is-, is he on the entry list yet or are we still waiting?
1: No, and um, reports from our friends at Rally Sport um, are saying that uh, he's probably just going to do some state rounds and um, he's a bit busy for work. We all are, but um, yeah. a bit unfortunate. Um, but my other favourite uh, uh, car um, that's going to be entering the event is uh, Ben Hayes in a new BRZ.
2: Should be pretty exciting. Yeah, you've really fallen in love with the BRZs recently, haven't you? Got... 86s, really. 86. Oh, you don't like the Subaru badge on uh, those, do you? No.
1: Yeah no so um uh, that'd be good 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 to see brand new car um you know rear wheel drive um would be re- you know it's really uh, I wish there was a I guess a one make series um eighty six BRZ that would have been good take off
0: still I suppose um, yeah personally I reckon that's what the ARC is missing uh, to a degree is a one make series there's always been you know RS challenges or Daihatsu charades or there was Corolla Cup you name it there's been a a fair few and in times, but I think, yeah, the RS Challenge was sort of the last time there was a, a one-make series. And, yeah, the prize of that was uh, works uh, driving the sister team to to the Subarus. And I guess when you do an 86 series uh, with Toyota being an outright contender with the Neil Bates Motorsport team is, yeah, um, maybe a, a drive of a couple of rallies in a, a Yaris AP4 or, or the likes. And, yes, that's up for grabs, a, a test the two-wheel drive championship mm. this year with, with Richie Dalton supporting the championship. Um, and, um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see a, a one-make series. You can sort of – a lot of people come out of the woodworks to come do a one-make series because there's no if, and, or buts. It's, it's either that or that. You're either in it or not. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I guess
2: that's what they were trying to do with the junior championship, which I thought was quite a good move, um, allowing the non-turbo – Four wheel drives and then all the two wheel drives because it was pretty pretty close all year I think I'd say with the stage times. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, yeah, it's it's um, with that one make series, it's it's you know you win on the stages and that's it. You don't win it in the shed before the event. So if yeah. that makes a difference for some people,
1: yeah, at least with a eighty six or a BRZ, it's just it's not just a piece of shit front wheel drive car <laughs> that you're building. You know, you can, uh, take it somewhere else and have some fun. and It's uh, potentially a multi purpose car as well and. Uh, you know, as you said there, Ryan, I I really thought of the idea probably about five or six years ago when you had both Subaru and Toyota in the championship um, as as sort of manufacturer entries um, and it just would have made sense really, <laughs> I suppose. But um, with the new 2.4 litre um, motor that they've got in them now, they've got a fair bit more grunt and would make them a, a sort of viable rally car and our right two-wheel drive even uh, with the old two litres with. We're pretty underpowered. Um, but, yeah, looking, looking forward to what Ben can do with the, in the event and throughout the year. I think he said he's going to try and get to most ARCs, um, which is a good, good thing for the
0: championship. Yeah, too right? That'll be yeah exciting to watch. Also, a rear-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, you know, tending car, it's always
2: spectacle to watch uh, compared to, say, a fronty. Mm. <laughs> so, so in case we don't get an episode in before... Um... Before Launceston What are the tips Are we are we putting Harry On the top step Or is there a, Is there another possibility Yeah it
0: has to be he, He's On um, On his pace and coughs, Which will just move Hopefully he can uh, Move forward to To Launceston Even though he's Got Got shaken up a bit By that That shunt that he had But Being a uh, The class that he is I think he'll Understand what he What he's done wrong Or And then And then move on to To Launceston And probably want to take that number one sticker off his brother.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I think Lewis would be a even closer
0: second this year. Um and then well, he showed uh, his pace a lot mm. in, in Adelaide and, mm. and even Coff's um and Gippsland as well. Um he's definitely gelled with that car. Um mm. and um yeah it's always great to, to watch both Yaris's, um uh, but also in the same breath as two rally 2 hyundai's of alex and uh both the ruolo sorry and um yeah alex is a young bloke with plenty of seat time so it would be interesting to see how he goes he was going well in the production evo um and then moving on to something tailor-made um like a rally 2 hyundai
2: 20. Mm. yeah and i guess i don't know I, i i don't really know where i put the ap4 compared to a to the r2 car um but I think they are pretty close. I don't think the Four is much slower than an R2 car these days. It might have been a few years ago, um, but they're pretty quick. But, yeah, just on Lewis, I think Koffs was incredibly impressive for me because um, he had a very mature drive, which I hate. I hate as a spectator <laughs> watching someone be mature. Um, but it was, was super impressive as well. And uh, the fact that he, on the power stage, came out and won the stage um, just proved to everyone that he had the pace there all weekend, um, and, yeah, he's, um, he's definitely stepped up a lot last year. He's obviously the champion, which, um, which proves that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's hard to go past Harry. Um, he's obviously a class act. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Guy, I think Lewis is going to be right there. And um, it's not going to be big mistakes that cost Harry the championship this year. It's going to be little ones, I think. So, mm. yeah, we'll see. Um, potentially nipping
1: on their heels. Um, Fourth outright in the championship last year, Troy out. Uh, it has got a bit of a shake-up of car. Um, we, I don't think anyone, not many people would know um, why he's changed, um, but it looks like on the entry list he's in a, a Barbier R5 a Skoda. Um, so there has been um, news that he, he wants to go over to Europe um, next year, so a potential smart move to get in the left-hand drive, an international spec car that he um, could drive over there. So yeah, it's a bit of a shake-up. I think he was... You know, he's going to be driving a rebuilt Hyundai, then a Mirage G4, and you know it could still change, I suppose, before the event.
0: No, I'm looking forward to it. Troy he mm. drives a very smart rally. Um, you know, always keeps his nose clean, and um, to drive something as quick as an, a Skoda R5, because I'm pretty sure it's those things that just won't everything and how well robust they are. It'll get to the end, but it'll be good to see him in in that car and. Yeah, I think he'll be, well, he'll replicate um, Gippsland, which is uh, standing on the podium, I reckon. Uh, He'll be a good third or fourth as well, Um, or hopefully he's nipping at the heels of of Lewis and
2: Harry as well. Well, if if you're to believe what Troy told everyone every event last year, um, all he wanted to do last year was (laughs) do every stage, um, write some pace notes, dawdle around. Apparently this year he's going to be full send every stage, so... You never know. Um, he could he could be right up there. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that Troy having a real crack at it. So yeah, especially in a new car, that'd be cool. There'll be a bit of getting used to it, but I reckon he's a pretty
0: pretty quick learner with the amount of cars he's driven in a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, it would
2: be great to to see where he is. And uh, Dean Ridge is Dean Ridge, ended guy.
1: Uh no he isn't he's got a pretty exciting new car and um the ex uh Dalton G four yeah, he, he it. Can get
2: it working that is because uh I know I know Richie struggled with it yeah <laughs> he, well he had the test the other day um for the uh the fuel pump yeah problems
0: with fuel pump or something like that yeah he did. so he's actually the first event for him is um Taree Dam Sag Rally actually Bradley's going Brad Jones is going to jump in for a in the hot seat, and um yeah, hopefully they have a good run down there um for a shakedown. And I think he's just going to do some some state rallies this year. But it'd be good to see him do uh, more or less his home ARC of Canberra, and um even come up here to Queensland. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. How are your championship rules? Do you allow the G4s and stuff in the championship?
0: Not Queensland, no. Uh We're no. still still a, a PRC, or yeah, we Evo's and
2: Subroses. I think New South is the only oh no i think yeah victoria as well a few that are allowing it interestingly sa um g4s are the only like um i guess top level car so we don't allow the the r5s and the ab4s but we do allow the g4s not that anyone's ever built one or raced one but yeah Yeah, i think
0: there you go that's probably the same story here i haven't really given it a good look but i wouldn't be surprised if we do allow it but um but last i checked yeah it's just
1: Happy days. There and one more will mention uh, will be the Luff brothers, um, Jamie and Brad, entering their new yeah, Bates actually. build, AP4. Um, more exciting than that, I did see an um, Instagram story of the brothers uh, doing some massive skids in a VL somewhere in New South Wales uh, yesterday. Um, that was very exciting. And I think they're on the, uh, the mid entry list too. So look out,
0: Victoria. In a VL Commodore? Yeah. I think that's even stupider than a Magnet. What? I mean, uh, they just love their rallying, don't they? The, the video, it's Brad just out, out the window with the shuckers and they just love their rallying. It's great to see that they try and support every bit of rallying they can if it's in a AP4 Yaris to a, 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 mm. a VL Commodore on, on Steelers as well. That's I think that tips it <laughs> off as well.
1: <laughs> no, fair point. Uh, hopefully they continue their love for a very long time and do well in the ARC
2: this year. It'd be good to um, see yeah, if they can mix it up with the with the bases. Yeah, they're kind of an unknown, I guess, because obviously mm. they, were, uh, you know, they were pretty quick in the Subaru. Um, but yeah, it's a completely different car now, so I guess it's gonna take a few events. But you never know; maybe they uh, they they take to it quicker than the Subaru, and it just just works. So, what happens, eh? Mm. Very good. All right. Anything? Anyone we
0: want to shout out or talk about, Ryan? Oh, the shout out always is to my dad. He's put in countless hours for any bit of rallying that I've done, so I have to say. A big thanks to him for everything he's done so far. And, and the, the again, that Alpine rally was something else for Dave Farron And Brad, Bradley, I give him some stink, but he's he's a good fellow, him. We, uh, when, we, when we got together as a partnership back in like, 2020, he's come a long way and, yeah, built, built a good relationship with that ginger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, dads are the hero of every... Person's motorsport journey, I think. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no dramas,
1: Ryan. Thanks for thanks for coming on and having a chat, mate. Um, might have to for having some, me.
0: sometime in the future. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it. hopefully with uh, plenty more stories to tell.
2: <laughs> yeah, Queensland Rally Championship, uh, championship, and yeah, who, who yep. knows what else? Yeah, sure. fingers crossed. That's the idea. <laughs> no worries, mate. We'll
0: talk so, to next you time. Thank you very much. Thank you. See ya. Thanks for waiting around. It's time to hit the road. If you liked The Regroup, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts.